jamming on the J-O-B with Shawnee Scott and Mel's on the M-I-C. Mel's on the M-I-C, Shawnee Scott. We are jamming on the job, and we got a lot to talk about today. It's good to, you know, be back on the um on the audio side, you know? Yeah, it's a good thing because we needed this. The streets have been asking and been begging us. They've been saying, where y'all been at? We've been riding home listening to y'all, and we ain't, we can't get it on TuneIn or SoundCloud. Well, we about to make that happen yeah. for y'all right now, and y'all can watch us do it live. But first, we got to congratulate the celebrity that's on the screen right now, Shawnee Scott. Hey, yeah, it was yay. on TMZ Live again. Hold on, let me get some applause yes. for you on the audio side. I got some applause Uh-oh, for you, you right there. Applause? Oh, I got some applause. Hi. You know it. That's you know what I'm it. talking about. Hey, Live hey, TMZ hey. today. And uh, what y'all was talking mm-hmm. about? Kendrick Lamar. Great, great look. Yes. Today, yes. My topic today was um, Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with Kendrick Lamar is he bought his little sister a Toyota Camry. Okay. And people are going crazy. You know, they're like, why did he buy her a Camry? He should have bought her a better car or like she's just graduated high school. A Toyota Camry is a good, reliable car. What is the problem? The what, what, one thing su- that he's supposed to buy a Bentley, supposed to buy a Benz. What 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 do they want? I I guess that's what people thought. I guess they were expecting him to buy her a Benz or a Beamer or something, you know, a little bit more lavish. But in my opinion. I think a Toyota Camry, that was a good choice. That's a nice car. And if you put all the upgrades on a Toyota Camry, that's just like a Lexus because Toyota makes Lexus. So she got a good car. But that's beside the point. Besides the point, the the point of this is people are upset on social media and crying and complaining that because this man is being smart and economical with his money, Unlike some of y'all who probably get $100,000 and blow 50 of it on a car. He's being smart with his money. And also, she just graduated high school. What is, high what, school. What people. kind of a... I mean, let's be clear here. We all graduated high school. What kind of accomplishment is it? This is another thing where I always go back to lowering the standard. Y'all, y'all lowering y'all standards out there. If you disagree with Kendrick Lamar and buying... Just because he got it don't mean he got to spend it. That's that's my point. Just because you got it don't mean you have to spend it. And that's and, and that's why a lot of y'all in the financial problems that you're in. Nah, let's be real here. If you upset <laughs> that Kendrick Lamar just because he got that means that if you got if I won the lotto, if I won the lotto, you will you will feel you will feel that I am entitled to give you a portion of this money or an exorbitant amount of money just because I got it. That makes no sense to me. And that's why a lot of y'all family members don't want to talk to y'all now. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real here. Because, <laughs> see, the thing about Kendrick Lamar, too, what I love about him, you know, uh, 2011, mm-hmm. his net worth was $5 million. Right. Okay, 2014, he was about 10, 12, and he bought a half a million dollar home, $500,000 house. And I remember people were like, oh, that's the only house he's not going to get a big old mansion. That's a reasonable house. It's just he and his girlfriend, his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to 2017. Now Kendrick Lamar is worth um, $35 million. His net worth mm-hmm. is $35 million. So the one thing that Kendrick is showing us, if you pay attention, is how to attain wealth, how to and, attain it. And Not, you know, get the money and then you spend it all, but how to Attain it. So, I, me personally, Kendrick, I think after you finish the damn tour, you should start another tour called the 
damn, let me teach you how to handle your money tour, and maybe they'll come out and, and check that out. You can go from city to city because, you know, Kendrick Lamar ain't big on social media either. He's not big right. on that. He he is a very um, humble person, I would say. But nah, I think that's a beautiful thing for a rapper to be frugal with his money and to show, you know, hey, we can still live and do these things because me personally if i won the lottery i wouldn't want to spend all my money either on a car and a house because i want to fly out i want to go on vacation i want to go to fiji i want to go to hawaii i want to say i'm going to vegas this weekend and not have to think about it and worry about oh you know what but i got to pay that car note i got to right. make sure the mortgage is paid on oh, my house insurance oh my god did the air conditioner go out do i have the money to get that done and some of y'all know y'all had them houses and you've had your houses all this time and you ain't fixed your fence. Your fence is falling all down. Your lawn is raggedy. You only got one unit running in your house. Or you got all them fans on because you done bought all this house and you can't pay uh -oh. the cool to Joker. Or in the wintertime, <laughs> it's cold because you can't pay that bill. So get what you can afford. If you got to stay over there on Poker Camp Wizards, stay over there and be comfortable. Because I'm cool with that. Because I, I just, you know, need to be able to be Come when I go to the grocery store, I want to buy what I want to eat. Okay, when I say I want to go out of town and have a good time, I don't want to go out of town and be like, oh, okay, well, we ain't got enough money to do the activities, but we here. No, so hats off to Kendrick Lamar. I think that was a great salute to Kendrick Lamar. And also, if you notice, you do you see uh, uh, Bill Gates and him driving around in Bugattis and Bentleys and all that other stuff? Uh, exactly. Do you see uh, yeah. Warren Buffett driving around in, a, in in Bentleys and limos all the time? No. You see Jay Z. Yeah. Jay Z might talk that crap about he riding in the Maybach and stuff like that. But ask him what kind of car he got his kin folks. They all got Hondas and what Toyotas. Kind of they got Hondas but and I Toyotas. But I thought Jay Z. I thought Jay Z bought like his nephew or somebody. He did buy a nephew. He did buy one of his nephews a luxury car, but I, vehicle, and, and and he ended up one of his nephews ended up uh, dying in a car wreck behind it. But what? But my understanding is, I went and did some research behind it after I, I heard about that story. He bought them a economical, reasonable car. He didn't buy them a BMW, oh, okay. a Bentley, or nothing like that. He got them a reasonable car. And besides, if okay. this is her first car, if this is her first car, Kendrick's being smart. You got to think about it. You buy a BMW or a Benz or something like that, you ain't thinking about the maintenance on that bad boy. You ain't thinking about the insurance right. rate. You know how much it costs right. to insure a, a 17 or an 18-year-old driving a BMW or a Bentley or something like that? Shoot, I, yeah, it, I don't care how much money you got. If I'm the insurance company, I'm going to be like, I'm going to need you to go uh, go get this. If I'm the insurance company, I'm going to be like, yeah, you're going to need to pay me like 700 a month to insure this. I mean, let's be clear here. So Kendrick's being smart. And y'all are being a bunch of haters. If you're criticizing this man for that, then you are a then you are by definition being a hater. You're a hater, and you you need to be tagged as appropriately as such. So let's move on. Shout out to Kendrick Lamar, and shout out to you being okay. Wait, I gotta notice something. I kind of noticed something here. I had to look at your outfit. What you notice? Looking at your outfit What's right there. Okay, just making sure. I thought you had put your girls on blast on on TMZ Live today. That's all. What? Shut up! <laughs> I thought you didn't. I thought you put. I thought you put. No. Oh my god! Show a I feel something, something. so violated. <laughs> what you no. violated for? <laughs> oh my god! Just making sure your TV that appearance is... is all right. Just making sure you looking good on TV. That's all. Well, of course, I missed my call today. I was supposed to be on TMZ with you, 
But you know, yeah, but sleep. somebody overslept. I'm tired. I was, I'm tired, boss. I was tired. I was tired. But we'll oh yeah, be on and y'all on on Facebook Live, you can chime in if you guys want to ask us. Uh, if you want to ask questions, hey everybody, how you doing? She is shining, boss Roddy she, Rick. She got them diamonds. You see, huh? <laughs> shining, 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 shining. Yeah. Shining, All right, yeah. let's move on to uh, <laughs> Keisha Knight Pulliam. Keisha, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Rudy. Rudy. Mm-hmm. Supporting Bill Cosby in she, court. She just been in court. I don't know. She must have a court fetish because she just keeps going to everybody court. She got her own court cases to deal with, and now she going to hang out with Bill at his court case. Keisha, just stay at home. Just chill and be a mother. You ain't got to show up to everybody court date. I think that's a good thing that she's showing some support for Bill because he doesn't have support from anybody else in the entertainment world. No one else will, you know, Well, people, well, come people are supporting defense. him. People are supporting him. They just ain't going to be – photographed and seen <laughs> with him that's the that's the thing uh, exactly so again they not supporting him they not supporting him like they should you know if you a ride or die be a ride or die you know right. my I, i'm going if, if i'm gonna be your ride or die then i'm riding with you right wrong indifferent whatever i'm i'm gonna be there because at the end of the day all human beings do things that other people might not agree with or might be wrong and in the case of Bill Cosby, some people have brought up the fact that, okay, nah, it wasn't right for Bill Cosby to drug anybody and try to trick them into having sex with him. That was wrong. This is, Now, this is the argument that I've heard. Not right. This is not what Shawnee is thinking. Let's okay. be clear before okay. I say this. But the thing with it, you know, when we get these cases like this, a lot of times we try to tie it to race and the system. Mm-hmm. So what is being said is that, well, they're not going back and um, putting all these white people on trial who lynched all these black people back in the day. Mm-hmm. So why should Bill Cosby have to go through this when it happened all these years ago and it's just now, you know, coming to light? Hmm. Hmm. Not my one. argument. Not, not mm. my argument. Because nah. my thing is everything that goes on in the dark is going to come to light. So if you're, you know... you. Being fouled, it's gonna happen. But um, Maserati Rick says, "Does you know, do every do y'all really think Bill was trying to get everybody that Jello pudding pop?" <laughs> yeah. I, here's yeah. my thing. I, I've already said that this is my opinion. This has always been my opinion. All all those women telling the truth? No. Is there is there evidence? Is is there is there suspicion? Yes, I think that's suspicion there. Because, again, a lot of people have said, Hannibal Burris has said, this is one of the worst kept secrets in Hollywood, was that Bill Cosby was doing this. This has been going on for decades, and people have known about it, just nobody was going to say nothing. Because, again, this is America's dad. And real quick, funny how that's America's dad. America's dad is black. Mm. Now I'm going to go ahead and say that. I ain't going to say Well, Mm. this is my thing with that, you know. Do I think Bill Cosby was probably trying to get his freak on and do that? Yes, I do. I because he's a yeah. Because if you work in the entertainment industry and you are a female and and I've been in this industry now for twenty three years. Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe it happened. However, this is my thing, and this okay. is where some women are gonna get upset. Okay, don't go to nobody hotel room. You True. don't do that. True. You you don't go if 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 somebody says. Hey, Shawnee, and this has happened before. Hey, Shawnee, it's some stuff that I would like to talk to you about. 
see if we can work together on a project or I need your advice on how I can do this, this or whatnot. Can you, I'm going to be in town. Can you come by my hotel room? No, you can come meet me at the station. Or we can meet down the street at Whataburger. But I'm not coming to your hotel room because that is just, that's a setup. Right. And, and any grown woman who goes to a hotel room, it, the only thing that's in a hotel room is a bed and a couch and a bathroom, TV. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What are y'all really going to talk about? You know, if, you, if you're going to meet them at, the, at a party, that happens to you meet at the party, have a conversation over something, don't be drinking that stuff. Don't get right. you no drink. Just chill. Handle business. Take care of business. But a lot of people get in this industry thinking, oh, this is the life and it's fun. I don't know. I, I'm not going to say that. But um, <laughs> if, if you get in the business, you, you have to know how to do business and be um, – for females, you know, and, and, and be a lady, okay? Mm -hmm. You can have fun. There's a way to have fun, be a lady, and make sure that you're getting the respect that you need to get from your male counterparts. They still going to try stuff, but you don't have to go to the hotel room or meet the man at his house. Meet him somewhere public. Bring somebody with you, right. you know, so you're not in that situation. So that's my issue with you know when these things come up it's like okay but why did you go to the hotel room because surely he didn't put a gun on you and make you go to the hotel room right and that oh well i thought that it, you know we was just gonna go and talk no you didn't think that you right. couldn't have thought that going to a hotel room <laughs> a hotel room look, not the hotel <laughs> lobby look i wouldn't even go to the hotel lobby because if they get you to the hotel lobby they're gonna try to get you up to the room oh i left something up there well can you just come up there with me and get it and your answer needs to be no nigga just like that <laughs> so right. they understand all right now nah, i'll wait right bar. here i'm good i'm good <laughs> i can stand right here and wait for you to get whatever it is you need hmm well the I, real I see question everybody. is why Everybody's talking it's about Bill Cosby. Now. Seems like everybody wants to talk about Bill Cosby. Let's be clear here. I don't buy this argument that he was trying to buy NBC. Do you know how much money you will have to take to buy a television network? Bill Cosby was nowhere close to that number. So let's, so get that argument out your head right now. Because there was never, no matter whatever story y'all may think it is, that go Google it, go look it up. Bill Cosby's numbers, his money is not that tight. You got look who's buying NBC, Comcast, uh, GE. These are big multi-billion-dollar corporations. Bill just barely got a beat, so so he, there was no way he was. I going. mean, but they could have backed <laughs> him. They could have been his. They could have been his investors in it. He could have had silent partners. I just got a phone call today mm -hmm. about Paula Dean. Y'all know Paula Dean, right? right? Okay. Well, she's back to trying to open up restaurants. And somebody put my name on a list <laughs> saying that I was an investor and I invest $50,000 in things. Thank you for doing that because I received that blessing when it comes. <laughs> but they asked me, would you like to invest in Paula Deen's? Da, 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 da. You know, and I ain't the only person they call. So it's possible that he could have been doing? trying to buy it. What's she doing? She's, open, she's opening up some more restaurants. She's what they call more what restaurants. They call Paula Deen's Cracker Barrel? Paula Deen's. No, Paula Deen's something. It's Paula Deen's something, but they asked me to invest. So I'm just believing God that I'm going to have the money to invest in something. So thank you to whoever put my name on that list. That and yes, you guys can keep on calling me.
I know. <laughs> I heard what you said. And I like eating at the Cracker Barrel. I like eating at the Cracker Barrel, sir. Somebody the Cracker Shoney's Barrel back. has good chicken fried steak. Bring me Shoney's back. That's what I want. Bring Shoney's back. That's what I want. Bring Shoney's back. And speaking speaking of the N-word, you said it earlier, the N-word, the black Bill Maher The N-word. <laughs> yes. Bill Maher over there. I mean, you know what? Let's just go on and jump into this because to be honest with y'all on TMZ, Bill Maher was the topic I was supposed to have. But yesterday, uh, Killer Mike called in and talked too long, so I didn't get to talk. Today, <laughs> they had... Um, it was kind of a good they thing they had. I can't think of her name. Good thing you didn't talk. No, I'm no because this is my thing. This is my thing with the whole Bill Maher thing. And some okay. of y'all might get mad, and that's fine. Y'all can unfriend me. You can you don't have to follow me or whatever. That's fine. However, Bill Maher made a comment about himself. He called himself a house n word. He didn't say, "Hey, you know, I'm not like them black people." I'm a this. He didn't. He didn't come out and say anything to anybody directly. He called himself a name. And my issue with this is that we have all of these rappers, all of these comedians saying, "Oh, I'm just shocked that Bill Maher said that word, and he said it in a way, and it was a joke." This, that, and the other. Listen, all of these concerts that I go to, they have black people, white people, Mexican people, Asian people, Hawaiian people. People from Haiti, people from all over the world. And when we're there, and when we're there, and we're doing the sing-along in the crowd, and it gets to the N-word, I have never seen any of these comedians or any of these rappers stop and say, okay, all the white people, everybody that's not black, you got to leave the room because you can't say (laughs) that word. No, you are feeling it when they sitting there singing this, and saying it, and to be upset with this man because he called himself a derogatory word. And that's the other thing that we do. We constantly associate that word with black people. The, mm-hmm. the definition of that word does not say the N is a black person. It doesn't say that. It says it's an uneducated, intelligent person. So that's the number one problem. We keep associating it with us and tying it to us. Secondly, I don't know no other race. Now, somebody say something. Because I, I, it's a couple of y'all on here that I know are knowledgeable on this. I don't know of another race where they sit up and call each other a derogatory name and and then try to justify it with some letters, an E-R or an A, when it's still the same word. It is still the same word. Who else does that? Okay. Well, I can tell if you this. we don't want these people using this word, saying this word, then we have to eliminate the use of the word. But when a record can sell over a, mil- a million copies and it's filled with N, 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 and B and H all the way through it, then we got just as outraged as we are at Bill Maher for calling himself this right. word. That's how we have to be with these artists. And these artists need to be upset with themselves because you yourself told me yesterday that uh, Chance the Rapper yeah. made a comment and said that he felt like Bill Maher should be fired. Chance the Rapper. I'm sorry, sir, but you just got an award for a song where you sitting up saying it's going to be some dread head in the lobby. So, are you telling me when you go on tour 
and you are performing, you don't want no problems, or you gonna stop the song and tell all the non-blacks to leave so everybody can participate in the sing-along, or when the little white boy is right there in the front row who paid however many hundreds of dollars to sit on the front row to see you when he start singing that part, and it's gonna be some dread head, or you gonna stop and tell him, no, nah, you can't say that? No, you're not. You're not. All right. So All right. I call foul on the play on everybody mad at Bill Maher for calling himself the N-word. Look, Boom. I'm going to be clear That's with you. It. You already know my stance on this, and it's quite simple. <laughs> it's quite simple. What's another white guy calling us saying the N-word? What's a, what's another person? What's it's, happens, it's been happening since the beginning of time. So why are we continually being outraged over a word? So I think, it's, I think we need to call Jesse Jackson – uh, Elijah Muhammad and everybody in Black America together. We need to have a go meet in the stadium some damn well. We need to go sit down, meet in the stadium some damn well, and say to ourselves, "Okay, Black people all over America, are we going to agree to say this word or we're not going to say this word?" Because the problem with this, the problem with the N-word argument, I, I get so tired when I avoid. I try to avoid this argument as much as possible because it's a nonsensical argument. It's nonsense at this mm-hmm. point, and we have bigger fish to fry than another white person saying the N-word. <laughs> it's, it's going to continue to happen, whether it's today, tomorrow, and the next day after that. They're going to say it, whether it's in your face, in private, in a boardroom. It doesn't matter. That word will still be said by white people. So what difference does it make that this guy said it on national television? And they ain't the first time. They're running receipts now on, on Twitter. If you go to Twitter right now, they're running multiple receipts on Bill Maher on different, many different occasions when he said the N-word on his show with no problem, with no problem at all. Even, there's even a video of him questioning the legitimacy of a black person on his show and saying the N-word three straight times in a row. He said it in CNN. So, what, so what, why are we outraged at another Another white person, another, another white person saying the N word. That's what my point. The, not, he did yeah, say he it, said about, it himself. about himself. JD. But still, why is this? And, a, and that's my thing. I don't think everybody listened to the whole thing because what shocked me was, and and I I hear people say, oh, it just shocked me when he said that. No, what shocked me was the senator saying you could come out here and work in the fields, and nobody's appalled by that. It's this, like no, I ain't I'm coming to work in no field. Because if you well, if you check the general, well, if you look back in the context of the question, he was saying it wasn't. It had nothing to do with black people. Bill took it there and made it racial and made it into a black thing, a black and white thing with that joke. With the senator was just saying, hey, how did he make it a black and white thing when he was talking about himself? He didn't say. I'm not no, like no, black no, people. No, I'm no. a house. He no, just only thing saying. Bill said. Bill didn't make it about race. I'm talking race. about the senator. I'm if, talking about the he, senator. I'm talking about the senator. The senator. If you look back at the start of their conversation, how he got to that point to saying, "Well, you maybe you should come out and work to the fields." It wasn't nothing racial. He was just saying, "Hey, Bill, uh, you know we got some problems here in Nebraska. We would love to have you come out in the field and work with us." Period. That's right. It. It wasn't nothing about slavery. Nothing. The, the poor senator, if anything, you should feel bad for the poor guy because he wasn't expecting that. Because his face, you can see that vein in his neck pop out. Like, oh, you can tell this. But well, okay. Like, but oh. but again, again, yes, he said you could come work in the fields, which probably meant we gonna go door to door, we gonna knock on some yeah, doors. Right. That, that's probably what he meant. However, when Bill responded and said, "Senator, you know that I'm a house n word." 
how did it turn into black and white? Bill Maher is white, and he was talking about himself. Exactly, but he, he took, didn't. But he, so but he took this joke. But, he it, took, but this is why everybody's upset. Also, I understand their point of view because he took it from a conversation about you know just field work, people out there working, and you turn it into and turn it into a joke about the most painful chapter in American black people's history, slavery, and you made a joke out of it. That's what. That's where. Okay, but we got black comedians. We have black comedians that do that, and we watch their videos. We go to their shows. We support it. Ain't nobody having no outrage over that. Uh, Who was that? Quentin Tarantino made Django. Millions of people watched that movie. It was Mm -hmm. all about slavery, the house Negro, the field Negroes, the Negroes turning on each other. What not? And so I'm not understanding why all this outrage about a comment that this man made about himself. It he never turned it into race. The The people that are so offended turned it into race. Right. He 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 white. He called himself the the N-word. Let's be clear here. The senator was just speaking. We not mad. I don't care about the senator. I don't care about the senator. I'm talking about Bill Maher. I don't care about Mm -hmm. the senator. But right. we don't have this much outrage about, uh, I, I love Trina, you know, mm-hmm. and I love her. But she say she the baddest bitch. I mean, where's the outrage with that? Ain't nobody falling out about that. Uh, I stay Nicki out of those Minaj arguments. Says she was. Okay, but that's what I'm talking about. But so we're going to argue that because this man called himself that. He didn't attack nobody. He didn't say, you know, I ain't like, you know, black slaves or nothing he said i am this and if he wants to call himself the n-word a monkey a buzzard a cat a dog a horse a cow i don't care what they got to do me but my question is are we as a black people going I mean, this is a question you need to ask yourself not just you shiny but everybody watching everybody listening what are we going to do are y'all going to stop because this can't keep going this cannot keep going. I'm so sick and tired of this argument. I've heard it for the duration of my lifetime. And that's the question we need to ask ourselves. Are we going to get... Are <laughs> we going to hear it all night? I heard this, they ain't going to stop using this, this word. I mean, I heard this debate and this argument my whole time, my whole lifetime. Like, I've made a conscious effort to not say it. I've made a conscious effort to not repeat that word or say it because I'm tired of having to defend it. I mean, I mean, I'm tired of I'm tired of dealing with this argument. I'm tired of people getting outraged. Thank you, JD. When what do you say? White dudes call themselves that. I heard on yeah, I, I've heard white. I, I got all white the friends. time. I got white friends who call themselves n words all the time. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I so I'm not understanding so I'm, the so outrage and and Ice Cube and everybody coming up. Which Ice Cube was already scheduled to be on Bill Maher's show this Friday. That didn't mm-hmm. just happen. He he's on there because he's talking about the 25th anniversary of uh, one of his albums is probably filled with the N word. So yep. I just you know it's like just get. I mean, really, are we we're upset about this? We got bigger fish to fry. Really? That's all I need to. That's a, we got bigger fish to fry. You got an orange Cheeto in the White House. You got you got uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got. You got a whole, uh, you got a whole general. You got a whole dude named Bo- Jeff Beauregard Sessions. Beauregard, that is his middle name. As your attorney general, trying to make it weed illegal and find more ways to lock black people up. You got all this nonsense going on on planet. We got cops killing us at, at, at an indiscriminate rate, and y'all still getting mad about a white person, another white person, a word that they created, saying a word that they started. 
They're saying it again some more. It's just another day in America because this happens daily in America. You just don't hear about it on your TV because this happens right. every single day. This is white people calling us N-words all the time. So the question is, as we as a people, are we going to say, black people nah. call it, we, we call each other that all the time, too, so... So, I mean, that's the question. So, so what are we going to do? Are you going to keep being outraged every time a person said, or are you going to make a physical effort in your own life to make that change and say, you know what? I'm tired of having this argument because that's what I've come to. I've come to this point where I am exhausted by this. I, I, it, there's because the 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 we earned the right to say it argument is flawed. It's it's it's, it's, it's that's done. We earned the right. We earned right. That that argument is done. That I, I'm tired of hearing that one. We we. Just any defense of it is wrong. It's wrong at this point. Let's be honest here. Let's be let's keep it all the way funky with each other right here. And that's why I'm tired of having this argument. I'm tired of having this discussion. So because when Bill Maher said, I was like, eh, another white person said it. Rip the do. <laughs> and we already thing we already got Jason, Jason Whitlock. Whitlock. We already got his fat ass out of, out of here. We already got him. Yeah, we got him the other day. We, we got his fat ass up out of here with him. With because like you said, it's like I said before. Yeah. I tell you this before with Jason Whitlock, whether you could be rich or PhD, and guess what they still go call you a rich Negro, a, a rich. Mm-hmm. Ne- uh, uh, uh. Well, yeah, you That's feel a, that. You just a you just an N word driving a Bentley. You just an N word with a million dollars. They still go call yeah. you it regardless. So carry on with your life and keep and keep excelling at black excellence. That's that's <laughs> what it is. And also, Jason Whitlock fat ass is too too fat to be wearing a fedora. Just just go ahead and a okay fun fact for y'all. But yeah. I. We got him good the other day. I think he probably lost about 20 pounds on us getting him. He ain't lost no damn weight because he talking about it's all about. I, I, he said in a tweet, I care more about black people's loving themselves. Well, you don't love yourself when you threw what? it in some pounds and you, dist- and you downplaying black excellence, my brother. Had the nerve to talk bad about Serena. Jason. Boy, if you don't get your. Boy, look, don't get me started on Jason Whitlock because I'm going to call him a bunch of N-words and it's going to be a bunch of coons right behind it. That's what I can assure you of. <laughs> don't get me started. Let's move on. Let us move on. Let us okay. move on. Ari Spears. Ari Spears. Did y'all see the video of Ari Spears getting beat up at the radio station? <laughs> Yeah, if you want to see beat Spears. up. <laughs> yeah, he got beat. He was drunk though, and he kept making these comments to the ho- to the co-host Zoe Williams. He was on Corey Holcomb's show, the Corey mm-hmm. Holcomb Fifty One Fifty show, and th- they say according to them, this is what allegedly happened. Aries was drunk. They kept trying to have to put the liquor away from him. He kept asking for the liquor, and he was getting into people's personal space too much and he mm-hmm. kept making these comments and then all of a sudden well what he said was Aries cracked a joke on Joe on Zoe and he said light skinned in words there that mm-hmm. word is again yeah light skinned in words get loud and mm-hmm. then Zoe just went off on him he just beat him down right there on camera Right. Okay, so now Aries has decided that he is suing not only the co-host, but he's suing Corey Holcomb, too, because he says that they just stood around and let this happen, and nobody stepped in to break it up or anything. But it's like, I'm sorry, Aries. I ain't breaking up no fight. (laughs) I'm not breaking up no fight. I am not breaking up a fight. You know who's the big winner in this? It's Corey Holcomb Who? because ain't nobody heard of his damn show until this. So, so he's the big winner in this. Yeah, you know <laughs> I didn't know that he had a show. I mean, I knew he was a comedian, and you know he's funny, but I didn't know 
He had a show. JD Look. says that fight was like a rabbit and a squirrel fight. It, it was because, I mean, Aries just got. I, did Aries even get a lick in? Because all I know is any it punches. just. You it just seemed up. to escalate and escalate and escalate and then all of a sudden, bam. And I was live. like, wow, did this just happen at the radio station? There's been a couple of fights at the radio stations, though, because. Oh, uh, what is uh, going on? What's his name? Uncle can't, Ben? We can't do this like Pop this. Pop Smurf <laughs> from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, I think Jay is frozen. But, um, yeah, he had a fight with um, with Kenya's oh, my God. boyfriend. And then um, there was another fight I'm at back. the radio station with, um, actually, here in Dallas. There was one with, you know, John Wiley Price and uh, Dwayne Carroll. Okay, Carraway. I'm back. Um, for, yeah, Peter, Peter, that's his name. Yeah, Peter had the fight at the radio station. So maybe that's the thing now, to have a fight at the radio station. We might not want to have, well, you might not want to have any guests there in the studio. I, I have True, my what studio you mean? I need that action. True, I need that us. viral action. Look, y'all bring, look, oh, if y'all want to have a fight club at the radio <laughs> station, y'all bring y'all asses. Come on. Hey, look, y'all, look, I need that viral action. Look, I need them oh. views. I need them clicks and them views. So, yeah, if you. Marcus if, says, Zobo'd him down to the ground. Yeah, it was it was like a real quick thing. It was boom, boom, boom. And, and, and look, now Aries is suing. Look, let me be clear here, Shawnee. We ain't on our job hard enough because we ain't been getting nobody that won't come on there and fight. So we ain't on our jail. That's what I, I need. I don't want nobody to come on and fight. Look, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not breaking nothing up. I'll be clear here. We is not stepping in. So you might as well call your lawyer now because we ain't stepping in. <laughs> you you going to scrap no, this I'm one out. I'm not breaking up no fight. I'm going to be yeah, just like yeah, this with my Doritos. All I'm going to do, I'm going to call my three best friends. Nine, one in one. That's it. I ain't calling nobody. Oh, they fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where, 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 where. You so said that. And that's why I'm glad I'm not in the studio every day. Because <laughs> ain't nobody invited to my private that. studio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, Tracy Morgan is in the news again. Y'all remember um, he had that accident in 2014 with the Walmart driver? Well, now the insurance company is suing Walmart. Because they're saying that they don't believe Tracy Morgan endured all of the injuries that he endured. So (laughs) they want Tracy. If you lose the shoe in the fight, did you lose the fight? Yeah, yeah. You I don't know, shoot JD. He beat you out your shoes. Yeah, that's 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 G code right there. That's street code right there. Yeah, they beat you out your shoes. Yeah, you lost that fight. Okay, if you knocked him out after, you still took that L because they beat you out your shoes. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's street code. That's just G code. All right. But shout out to Tracy Morgan though because I don't understand this story. Why is this company so mad at Tracy Morgan? Because Tracy Morgan is stunting. He is stunting hard. Well, they're not. They're not necessarily mad at Tracy. They're going after Walmart because. They're saying that Walmart, that they paid Walmart $90 million, that it was a $90 million payout. Mm-hmm. However, if you remember, one of the conditions of the settlement was that Tracy could never say how much money he actually received. And right. Tracy's attorney is saying that uh, $90 million is not anywhere near what they got, and he can't say if it's more or less. But he did right. say this. He's he's going to do everything he can in his power to make sure that Tracy doesn't have to sit through a seven-hour deposition and relive all that. Because in that accident, Tracy left some, lost someone that was very close to him, his best friend. Um, mm-hmm. 
And then Tracy was in a coma from this. Tracy had to learn how to walk again. There's a lot of things that went on with Tracy. And quite frankly, I don't give a rat's behind. If I go through all of that and I get $90 million, $80 million, $10 million, if I get $50,000, I'm going to go buy what I want to buy. <laughs> and ain't nothing you can say about it. Well, you know, that ain't none of their business what he's doing, you know, with his money. It's his well, money. Well, it's his see, money. Uh, if you see his new Netflix spe- special, it is hilarious the way it starts. It opens up like he's in the 70s and he's just walking down the street mm-hmm. and he's buying all this stuff and he's giving people money left and right. And he's doing it. And if, if one of the final scenes is you, co- you zoom in on where he's taking the money out of and he's taking it out of the Walmart bag. <laughs> so i think that's what the issue is because i never heard of this story until tracy started this netflix special and he and he's stunting okay. and he started stunting and i think the insurance company was like hold up <laughs> hold up <laughs> we we want all this because they're not suing tracy they're suing walmart they're mad at walmart right they're suing they're, walmart not tracy not tracy but i think because tracy is stunting <laughs> they mad. They that made them mad. It was like we got to get this money back somehow from Walmart. So that's why they're going after Walmart because Tracy is stunting hard. But I okay, mean, yes. but if they get the money back, they gonna be stunting. I mean, so I'm not understanding what the again what the problem is. If he wants to buy a Lamborghini or whatever kind of car, that what did he buy? Was it a Lamborghini? He probably look. Tracy been stunting. That's <laughs> my phone keep falling over. But yeah, Tracy has been stunting. He been buying Lambos, right. chains, all sorts of. He getting his wildest, ignorance, most most blackish dreams true, making them come true. And I don't blame him. Stunt hard because if you blackish dreams, his blackish, his blackish dreams. Your your most outrageous blackish dreams. You can buy big chains because look, he's already rich. I mean, he's already rich. But when you get a landfall like that, and after all the drama you went through, as far as a coma and stuff like that, then guess what? I'm living life to the fullest, and, and especially if you lost somebody that's close to you. Uh, you're right. With someone will stunt whenever the money ends up. So I yeah. see it. So that's true. I ain't so, mad at him. I ain't mad at him. That let them. They just mad because they got. They just mad because Walmart. And I don't think they gave him ninety million dollars. They don't because because Tracy's stunting level. If they gave me ninety million dollars, my stunt level would be ridiculous. It would be ridiculous. I'm putting rims on everything. <laughs> I'm putting rims on everything. Wow. Bikes, cars, ATVs, motorcycles, toasters. It don't matter. I'm putting rims on everything. If I got ninety million dollars extra just handed to me after all the drama I've been through, yes, I'm gonna rub it in your face and I'm gonna rub it in your face hard. I ain't gonna sit there and lie about it. That's not a good thing. That's not good. And yes, you need to be, be ma- like Kendrick Lamar. No, 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 no. See, Kendrick worked hard for his money. But like I said, but if Kendrick, like I said, if Kendrick was in an accident tomorrow and somebody decided to give him $100 million, Kendrick going to be buying his cousins all, everybody getting Bentleys. I'm like the cash money millionaires. I'm like the cash money millionaires. Everybody getting Jaguars, everybody getting cars. All of them going to be leased. We stunting hard. That's when you stunt. You going to lease it? Ooh, Everybody and the maintenance the on that. Everybody oh, wow. got look. We go at We go at Pure D Ignit. Maybach's all that good wow. stuff. Yes, toasters. If I, I get ninety million dollars, that ain't what I'm doing with it. No, I'm I just saying if it's daughters. extra. Like, okay, now imagine you already got a couple million. You already you good. You financially good. But somebody said, here, let me give you ninety million more than that. You ain't really had to do nothing for it. Besides, it was at their fault. It was somebody else's fault that you're getting this $90 million. You can't tell me <laughs> that your stunt game would go up to a whole other ignorant level. Because I know I, 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 nah. I can't lie. I would. 
I would. When I would get the, I would get the house that I want, which is not very big. Um, I don't want a big million dollar mansion. That ain't what I want. Um, I would get the vehicle that I want, but I would be, I would want to be like the Hiltons, where my kids and their kids and their kids and their kids have wealth. You know, I don't want to be, you know, if something happens to me, all my kids have is, you know, $500,000 because that's going to be gone. Right. I need, you know, that my people to be. You know, okay, so it's now buying all that. But Did see, you? the thing about it is I've already been through. All, I've been through that stage in my 20s where I bought this and bought that. But and even with that, it really wasn't that extravagant. You know, I bought me a couple of Mustangs. I had a truck. I put some rims on it. You know, I did stuff like that. But just to go and blow some money. You notice you notice one thing about my whole yeah. rant that I just went on, how, how I never managed to mention my children because they ain't getting nothing. They ain't getting nothing. See, that's a shame. You lying. He lying. is lying. Okay, <laughs> Y'all, he this. lying. Ask yourself this. He ask lying. Ask yourself this. Bill Gates and Bill Gates' will. Bill Gates is one of the richest people in the world. You know how much he's leaving his kids? You know how much he's leaving his kids? Less than 1%. No, He's leaving them less than 1% of Microsoft. All the rest of his money is going to different charities to help people around the world. He is not giving his kids money. Why? Because, damn it, I work to get this money. Y'all ain't did nothing but lay on y'all ass all day and play, and play on Windows all day. So I don't blame. So I'm with Bill Gates on that one. Don't leave your kids nothing, especially they ain't doing nothing with their lives. Leave them a percent, but make, them, make their ass work for it and contribute to the world. As you, as you can see. I, I, I like what... what I like what Trish Marie said. Ninety million is enough to stunt and invest. Yes, it ma'am. is enough. Yes, it is. All right, yeah. it's enough to stunt and invest. That's, but I ain't invested in my enough. kids. Kids, I'm sorry, kids. I'm sorry, sons. He lied. Y'all gonna have to get it. Y'all gonna <laughs> have to go lied. get it on your own. Cause I, I, daddy ain't having it. Daddy worked hard for this money. Daddy been through all this drama to get to these millions, <laughs> and for only for y'all to come along and say, "Can we have some money? Can we just get?" No, no, sir. No, 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 sir. No, sir. <laughs> Look, hey, Maserati, like you think I sound <laughs> Hey, Maserati, I'll be like this. You smoke crack, don't you? You do drugs, don't you? <laughs> you do it, you're killing your brain cells, son. You're killing your brain cells. I'm telling you, it's real talk. It's, I'm saying, it's, I'll be just like Joe. Y'all don't believe me. Y'all don't believe me. Thank you, Trish, because he lied. Y'all he don't lied. Them little boys going to be set up right. Jeez. All three of them. Jeez. <laughs> Shit. So, look, I'm gonna need somebody. I'm not believing. Shout out to y'all. They gonna turn around if he get ninety million dollars. Him and his wife gonna go on and try for that girl again, and they gonna set their kids up the right way. Oh hell no, hell no. Yes, they are. For starters, there never been a there never was a try once to get girls. (laughs) That was never a first try at getting girls. Oh, you try to hit me with? (laughs) That was never a first try with no girls. (laughs) Be clear here. There won't be no girls. I told you that. We ain't doing girls. Because if I had a girl, then yeah, maybe I would probably leave all my money to my daughter because that's a girl. And I know women catch hell all around the world. If I had a daughter, maybe, maybe, maybe. But if I, but with these sons, no, 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 no. Y'all gonna have to go get this issue on y'all own. I when they got it, you but can go get it I too. I mean, boys need help too. Sometimes just because that's that is so sexist. Just because what? it's a girl, because most of the time, what I see, most of my homegirls, my girlfriends, we got it better <laughs> than the men. <laughs> what did he say? Your kids will kill you. <laughs> Like the Menendez brothers. (laughs) 
He has good boys. They won't do that. They probably kill each other because they be fighting all the time. They do be but, fighting. No, they, that's why I can't leave them no they damn They fight all the time. I, I no be like, dang, they getting it in. My kids will be trying to kill each other up in there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They be trying to kill each other. But boys need help, too. And that's the thing. That is the thing. We put so much... And you a guy, so I can't even believe you're saying this, but so much um, pressure is put on the I'm male to provide saying. this and provide y'all that know, and do this. And, it, and then it's y'all got to get it on your own. And I'm not saying, and I'm definitely not condoning a man being sorry. Don't get me there. But just because a boy or a man doesn't is not where he wants to be doesn't mean that he hasn't tried. Because sometimes when you're trying things, things go wrong. So just like I tried some stuff and it went wrong, I needed some help. You know, <laughs> boys need and men need help too and support. I mean, I'm not you know? saying. Look, listen, listen. I'm not gonna leave my kids stranded. If I got this money, I'm not gonna leave my kids stranded. I just, but I do like that example <laughs> of what Bill Gates did. I do. I do like what Bill Gates did because of the simple fact that that I worked hard. I went through all this drama. I and I'm trying to make the world a better place. What do I do? What do what what? Why do Thank you? Thank you, JD. Why, just because I die, I gotta give you all that I worked hard for. No kids. Who you gonna give it to? The kids. You rather give it to some people that you don't know? No, my family gonna be straight. Bill my Ga- family. Bill Gates took all some... of his money and giving it to different charities all around the world to help make okay. the world a better place. That's what we want. Well, Bill Gates. Holla at your girl, the Shawnee <laughs> Scott Foundation. Holla at your girl. We need that foundation, yeah, baby. Hey, I put the paperwork together. That's all we need is some paperwork. <laughs> how let your girl be a how let your girl. Now, exactly. Now, now you got some of these kids leaving college, in the crib for college. With, with trust funds. With They're trust already fund. off. Yeah. They're already off to a good start. Some of them do. And, but, but I promise you this. I bet you most of them are a-holes. I bet you most of the kids you come in contact with are a bunch of spoiled, rotten a-holes who don't who feel like they're well, entitled to everything in this world. And that's what you don't you want. You have to teach them. You got to teach them like want. my kids. My kids are going through some things because I didn't realize how spoiled my children were until I took them to the Bahamas for spring break. That's mm-hmm. when I realized, you know what? No, nah, we got to get some things in order while no i didn't want them to have to go through everything that i went through and experience everything that i went through and then and let's be let let me be clear i didn't experience everything that my mom experienced because she wanted to you know she did everything she could to make sure i had a certain lifestyle and i want them to have it but at the same time they got to understand uh money don't grow on trees you got to work for what you want so yes my children are seven and eight they got out of school last Thursday, and they right. went to their little summer job to work, and they go. And they go, they go and work because they want to go to Six Flags. They want to go to the zoo. So you need to make your spending money because mommy ain't got no whole bunch of money, and you know it's just us. <clears throat> so we got to make this thing work. They are having to learn how to cook their own meals. You know, I'm buying good food and stuff. Like they made, what, they make spaghetti the other day? Uh-huh. And then they made their hamburgers the other day. They made their little cake. You know what I'm going to go to Walmart and buy next? A box of Roman noodles. They're going to learn how to make some Roman noodles. Get them and on that game They're going to eat it. Look, you got to get these kids you know, on. You got to get these kids in. Make on the you a sugar game. sandwich, a serve sandwich. Look, yeah, they always come. They don't know nothing about, about that. They don't know about hot mustard hungry. sandwiches. They don't know nothing about a hot yeah. mustard sandwich. They don't know nothing about a uh, a, a, a ranch a bologna sandwich, a, a fried bologna sandwich. They don't know nothing about that. That's why I be trying to tell you. That's why these kids need to learn that. They need to they need to experience that yes, struggle sometime Tris. in their life. 
Sugar water. They don't know yes, nothing about that sugar water. They don't yeah, know sugar nothing about water. That. They don't know nothing about that. Nothing but they gonna learn that. this summer. That's what oh, they, they need to gonna learn. Y'all fussing summer. at me. Y'all fussing at me because I don't want to get my kids no money. But these both look. My kids come home every night when I get home uh -oh. from work. I'm tired. I'm worn out. My kids been my laying bad. in the house sucking up my AC phone. all day. Something sucking yeah. up AC all day long. And I get home and I'm tired. I'm beat down. I'm run my mouth all day. And guess what they gonna say? Daddy, you need to cook what? some dinner. Daddy, you need to cook some dinner. Boy, they got ramen noodles. So you ain't never. So what? You mean to tell me you've been laying up here all day and you ain't never start to yourself? Let me put two pieces of bread together with some meat in it, or some, or put a condiment on it. Sweet and sour sandwiches. What y'all know about ketchup sandwiches? What y'all know about ketchup he sandwiches? See, that's what I be talking about. This is what I be talking about. This is what be making me mad. <laughs> I mean, you gotta yeah. get these kids. These kids gotta experience the struggle sometimes, y'all. Yeah, they gotta experience the struggle. Especially y'all okay. brats. That's why these kids running around here acting like they deserve everything. Yes, Word. I like, I like that, these kids. Kick a kid ass. I'm, with, I'm from the Birdie Mac School of Parody. Kick a kid ass. Kick a kid up his ass. Because this world is going to kick. Because a lot of y'all, look, that's why so many adults, be cut, that's why so many of these adults are caught off guard when they graduate high school or graduate college and they don't know how to handle stuff in the real world. Why? Because life ain't been kicking them up the ass enough. You got to get some ass kicking in your life sometime in order to be prepared for the harshness of this world. That's my thoughts. That's all this I got to say. This is true. Yeah. This so. is true. I, I remember one thing my mom did to me, and I thought my mama hated me. I, I just knew my mama hated me. So um, I know he Joe Clark. <laughs> Look. But my, I, I never you? could have a job. <laughs> I could never have a job when I was in high school. Because she was like, no, you got too many activities. You're doing this. You're doing that. Just focus on your activities. So finally, my junior year, she said, okay, you get a job. So all my friends worked at Chuck E. Cheese. I wanted to go work at Chuck E. Cheese. So right. I said, all right, I'm going to put my application in at Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I didn't get hired at Chuck E. Cheese. Ain't hired and that, that was back in the day when you had to get dressed for right. an interview. That, you know, you, you got hired on the spot. Anymore. You didn't have to really do a background check. So I went home and I said, well, all right, mama, um, I didn't get the job at Chuck E. Cheese. And like you said, I don't need to work, so I ain't going to work. I'm just going to chill this summer. It's my junior year going into my senior year. She said, oh, okay. Now, my mom is a teacher. She was, she was, mm -hmm. she's retired now. Right. The next morning, she had summer school. She woke me up at 6 o'clock. I am mm -hmm. not. <laughs> she mm -hmm. woke me up at 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. And she said, you need to get dressed because you're going to go find a job. But I was like, nah, but... I didn't get the job at Chuck E. Cheese, so I ain't going to work. She said, no, you're going to get dressed. I'm going to drop you off at Red Vermont. You're going to find you a job. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, my God. So I got on my pantyhose, my church shoes, my church dress, little skirt. I remember the little skirt kind of poofed out, and it had a little top. And, you know, I had put my hair up in a bun. She dropped me off at Red Vermont, y'all. It was 730 in the morning. <laughs> And I was crying because I was like, I got to go in there with the mall walkers. The mall wasn't even open. <laughs> she dropped me out. She's like, get out of my car. And you want no cell phones. That's so it right wasn't like, you know, when I got through, I could call her and say, okay, I'm ready. And on top of that, she was going to work. 7.30, I'm at Redbird Mall in there crying with the mall Good. walkers. Good. But Good. by 11.30. I had a job. I got Damn my first right. job at Petite Sophisticate. And my mama wasn't there. So I walked from Redbird Mall all the way to Duncanville, back home, 
to get home and I didn't even have my key to get in. So I still had to sit outside and wait on my mama because, you know, now she got to figure out that I done left the mall and came home. But I, for a long time, I was like, oh, my mama hate me. That wasn't even right for her to do me like that. But I realized about six years ago, I think it was about six years ago, that's when I became unstoppable. So right. when you say, well, Shawnee, you know, you ain't scared. You just go. That that right there, what my mama did, <laughs> it what made me. What's the name of the store again? Unstoppable. It was Petite Sophisticate in Red Bear Mall um, Petite on the first Sophisticate. floor. Petite Yeah, it was like casual corner. Girl, you know, it was the casual corner for the shorter smaller people so it was perfect for me at that time because you know i was a size zero and i ain't nothing but five one child i was buying all them clothes up in there with my chick get old school yes honey girl yeah i was cute i had some real cute clothes for a long time then i gained their weight and i can't get them because you know those clothes are still in style you know, you know, corner, wait, yeah. let me be clear here, girl. Yeah, <laughs> no, y'all better stop. Uh, y'all, y'all going, y'all go down that road. But that's, <laughs> that ain't we going all the way down there. And do you remember Mary go round in Redbird Mall? Girl, I applied there no, too. Shout they out, hire me. Shout out to the best store, the best men's clothing store ever in the history of malls. JW, James what? West, get the two for 50 fits. What y'all know about that? Y'all forgot about the two fifty fits, huh? Them two for, you get you get your shirt and the jeans. You had the oh, striped shirt or the solid color pants. You used to get them two for 50 at, at, uh, at JW, James West. Y'all might call it JW, James West. Y'all might have called them something like that. Look, I'm telling you, I forgot about them stores. Merry go round, yes, merry go round. Winners, winners used <laughs> yes. to have the two for fifty fits. Everybody used to have the two for fifty fits. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know you get the shirt, you get the shirt and the pants for just fifty dollars, and you used to get two outfits. You, or it was to buy one get one free. They used to be the best stores, and everybody would show up to school the next day in some loud orange colored jeans and the striped shirts to match. <laughs> That, y'all remember them 90s, 90s babies. Y'all know what that is. What a classic. Kenny Shoe Stores. Y'all know what time it is. Kenny Shoe Stores. <laughs> yeah, loving. Shout out to Soul Train Fashions in New Orleans. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all, everybody who had yeah, the 250s. Yeah, because I was going to say, I don't know this store. I didn't have, I but see, my store. thing was, then this is, and this is why I'm so, I guess, so kind of different on my kids. It's because when I was, when I was coming up as a teenager, I didn't get my first job until I was 18 years old. I did not get a fir- I did not have a job none of my teenage years. None of when I was in high school. I would uh I my first job was at Domino's Pizza. And that was only because it was that summer and and I was going to college that summer. Uh, later on that fall to Grambling. So that was the only job I, I didn't get a job until I was 18. And my parents would always say you just lazy. You just didn't because I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't care as a teenager. <laughs> I, didn't, I really didn't care about working and stuff like that. And my parents, me and my dad discussed this Ooh, recently when he was down wait. here. He said tough skins. skins. <laughs> tough skins. Lord have mercy. <laughs> but that's tough but that's skins. but this is why I'm like oh, this man. with my kids. Big T's. Big T's. You know what? I don't mean to cut you off. Yo, but Big T Bazaar or Big T Plaza is right over there off Loop Twelve. It's so funny to hear my kids say, Mommy, can we go? Because I took them to Big T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, took them. I had forgot about Big T till I moved back home. And I went up there and I was like, oh, dang, I forgot I can get all of this stuff in here. So now they say, Mommy, can we go to that Big T's place? <laughs> Who is T's, by the way? I'm like, no, <laughs> it's just Big T. Yeah, yeah, I remember the Coda. Yes, I remember Coda. Yes, yes, yes. I remember Coda. That. I don't know nothing about that. Though. Coda. 
That's mm-hmm. before. That was, that was probably a store in. That was in the mall. Okay. It okay. Was in the mall. That's probably before our time. Yeah. Look, we didn't hit an hour at this point. That yes. was before who time? See, that's what I be talking about. See, he too young. He's talking what about this before time. Now, what, that what was, is the was time. I, well, but I never was a shot. Somebody so I don't said. Know. I, I don't know. Somebody said, was that Maserati Rick talking about? Oh, Sanger Harris. Hot dog. Yes. Sanger Harris has been Foley's. What was it? Sanger Harris, Foley's, then Macy's. Is that what it is now? Yeah, because they closing the one down up there at River Mall. But somebody put on here fake cross colors. And man, I had every cross color there was. Every I, I hate that I threw that stuff away. I wish I had it because I saw I was watching Head Crack the other day on um Dish Nation and he had on his cross color stuff and I'm like, dang crack, you done took it all the way back. <laughs> he said fake cross colors. My well, I was fake a Jabot man. I was a Jabot man. I was all on Jabot. Yeah, Jabot. Yeah, we the had Jabot, Jabot was my brand. And then you had British Nikes, we had Felas, we had them K Swiss. You got to say this for another episode then before you get in, before we travel down that road back down memory lane. Skids. Oh my God. <laughs> Y'all got to kick off something. So, yes. that's what, so we'll talk about okay. that on the next episode because we already had an hour right now and we trying to get this podcast out to y'all so y'all can get home and drive home this evening and have it for you for the next day. LA gears. Girl, I had the ones with that little pink and black thing around the side and it oh, looked kind of wow. like fire. Girl, rayon shirts. There they go. They freaking like I said, jams. Oh my god! Another time, y'all going too far. Y'all, y'all going, y'all going yes. down a rabbit hole. We can't return from. Oh my god! Yes, We're going down jams. a rabbit hole. We can't return from. We'll never get back. We'll never get back. Mel, if we start this conversation it's, now. It's okay. Just chill for a minute. Did you have pair of jams, Mills? Yes, of course. Of course. Yeah, or, I had a lot or, of jams. Or as they're called, or they DKs. were called culottes. Coolots. That's what they used to call them. Coolots. You talk about the jams, the pants that went beyond the knee, like they covered up, like the shorts that covered up, the, they stopped short of the knee, below the knee. Y'all don't know nothing about that. See? See? No, coolots was something else. Jams were those little shorts with all them flowers on them that. Nah, well, he's saying, were, yeah, he called yeah, them that. Yeah, that's what we call them, coolots. Okay. It, it was they either called coolots or they were called jams, but they were the extended, they were the extended shorts, jean shorts that went below. They they reached below your knee. They probably hit about your shins, uh, right there. They stopped short of your uh, your ankles. That's yeah, we hell got yeah. A different definition. I'm gonna have to pull some pictures up of jams. Some people, jams. some people call them jams. Some people call them coolots. It depends on what what part of the country you from, where you from. Uh, like used jeans. I never forget. I begged my mama for a used jean outfit. It was a hundred dollars, and and I'll never forget. I showed up to school the first day, and she washed them, and them shit shrunk. So the pants were super tight on me, and I never forgot that. But I rocked the hell out them sons of bitches when it was time to go to school because goddamn, she spent a hundred dollars for it, and she told me this is your. I never forget. My mama told me you either go and get a bunch of two for fifty fits, or you could get this one used outfit. Hell yeah, I remember ballets with the animals on the feet, on the sole. What are you talking about? Come on now, son. We walking down the street. What you know about put your ballets on? That's New Orleans right there all day. Mm-hmm. Is put your ballets on. I want more time. Put your ballets on. We walking down Bourbon tonight, so put your ballets on. Yeah, I remember the ballets big time. <laughs> I never had a pair because I was poor. Buffalinos. What y'all know about that? Elise. Uh, uh, look, don't get me started. Look, we can go down this road if y'all want. That's why I said Starter jackets. I had my first starter jacket in 1995. 
It was a penguin starter. Look, don't get me started. Look, we going down the road. We need to stop. I'm telling you, we ain't gonna recover. Okay. <laughs> well, let's stop. Let's stop. Yeah, right, Tasha from New Orleans. Tasha's she know what time it Orleans. is. Tasha right. know. That's how I know. She know what the time it is. When she said put the ballots on, the Buffalinos, starter jackets. Uh, uh, y'all probably had to wear them uniforms. Uh, uh, man, that was just so much. But yeah, the just both. What's the Browns? Ooh, Lord. Y'all okay, y'all. Y'all, way Ooh, y'all going back way to elementary school back. now? Bust the Browns. Ooh. Back. Way back. We you yeah. we used to talk about people that wore them Buster Browns. We call them ankle busters because if if you was on the playground with somebody and you accidentally got kicked by somebody, little boy that had on some Buster Browns, your ankle was gonna be busted. Penny nah, loafers. Them, oh we God. had the Reebok okay. classics. Yeah, we old. Embrace your washness. Yeah. I keep trying to tell y'all, embrace your washness, ladies and gentlemen. This is why I say I embrace your washness. <laughs> embrace your washness. Y'all see here. Throwings. Oh, my God. Yes. Embrace your washness. <laughs> embrace your washness. Them fight starters. Uh, fire starters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we've had a, we had a good little podcast today. We always have so a great podcast. You. God always have yeah. a great podcast. So uh, don't forget, uh, Bruno Mars tickets are still up for grabs. Are Bruno Mars tickets still up for grabs? Bruno Mars tickets are still up for grabs. He's going to be in Dallas, and I got you a chance to go. You know what else we got? We got tickets for the Soul Food Festival that's in Dallas this weekend. Yep. All you got to do is check out Mills on that station right there behind you on My Kiss. You can go to the website, mykiss1031.com. The phone number is there. Tomorrow between 12 and 3, he's going to give away a pair of tickets. And guess what? I well, actually no. got a pair what? of tickets, and I'm right here in Dallas. Hold on. Come Let on. me stop right there. Let me stop right there. Uh, real quick. Tomorrow, Facebook, on our Facebook page at MyKiss1031.com, we are going to, uh, MyKiss1031, Country Wayne tickets are going to be going up for grabs. We are putting up a pair of hey. VIP, VIP Country Wayne tickets. We'll be going up for grabs on our Facebook page tomorrow. So my kids one zero three one is the Facebook page. Go check it out. Go check it out. It's going to be up there tomorrow at some point. You're going to have to share that photo. I'm giving y'all inside information. Nobody else in the audience knows about this. So I'm Nobody giving y'all inside information. Like and at my kids one zero three one. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you, girl. We love you too, Marcus. We love you too. Yeah, you can catch us on the radio too. You can catch me uh, Monday through Saturday on Kiss down in Central Texas one zero three one. You can stream it. Um, mykiss1031.com right. You can catch me in East Texas on Hot 107.3 Jams Yep. You can stream it at Hot 107.3 Jams And then you can catch us right here on Jamming on the Job Where y'all can get us every day Well, not every day Not we, every day We trying to get there We getting it <laughs> We, we tired We get tired <laughs> We be tired some days yeah. But Mel's is on Mel's is on Kiss um, every day I'm We on. play Urban um, yes. Urban AC, Urban Today's Adult R&B Contemporary and old Music. Today's so it's R&B something that you school. can listen to at work. And you froze up again. Somebody so it must be time for us to get the hell out of it. Middle of this thing. Yeah. yeah. It must be time for yeah, us to get the hell out of it. Yeah, I think this is this lady that wants these tickets for the Soul Festival. But I got another pair of tickets too. But um, we're going to get out of here. And you know what? If your, job, if your boss ain't letting you jam on a job with us. Well, he's messing it up for everybody. Mm. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Catch Jamming on the Job weekdays from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. on today's R&B and Old School 103.1 KISS FM.